0: Hey everyone, Diana here talking about judging harshly and loving fiercely, and they are connected. So last week I was helping a friend of mine out during what is known as Furniture Market uh, in High Point, North Carolina, and it happens twice a year. It it has been a big to-do in High Point uh, for a very long time. And people come from all over the world to buy accessories or furniture or art, whatever it is. And I was helping a friend out and I have been working for myself for many years and prefer it mostly. But I learned a lot about why I chose to work by myself. I had some beliefs and very limiting ideas about working for other people and how i saw myself in that kind of role i always have been very um independent and very proactive in my own way i like doing things a certain way i don't like being beholden to someone else's schedule generally and and so it was a refreshing thing to work for somebody else and have to you know basically be around people a lot more than i normally do so what it brought up for me was A a lot of things. But what I noticed specifically was that I, and I'm kind of making a joke here and it's it's in no way, um, intentionally offending anybody who is Roman Catholic and was raised that way. But I was raised Roman Catholic and I don't consider myself a religious person. Um, my family has long term been Catholic. Uh, but I don't, uh, call myself that I am a seriously lapsed Catholic. So, but in a lot of cases, maybe you can take the girl out of the Catholic, but not the Catholic out of the girl. I don't know, but there is from, I don't know if it was just nature, nurture, my upbringing with being raised by the parents I did, whatever it was, social conditioning. I just judged the crap out of myself on a regular basis and 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 since I've discovered coaching I don't do that quite so much anymore. I understand where the judgment comes from. And for a long time it, I I hated that I judged people and myself so quickly. I would Automatically start critiquing somebody's behavior. Well, they shouldn't have said that, or they should definitely have not done. Why don't they think of other people? What is wrong with them? What are they thinking? I mean, obviously serves no productive reason whatsoever. And it really makes me feel like crap if I'm judging somebody else. And it, it but when I judge myself, it feels for a long time, it felt right and true that I should judge myself before other people could judge me. And so judgment became a mechanism, um, of managing a lot of my behavior, uh, what I said, what I did, um, if I said too much, or if I said, if, you know, basically there was a lot of safety for me, not saying much at all, because God knows what was going to come out of my mouth. A lot of distrust about communicating with people, and making sure I was doing it right, whatever right is. I mean, right is so subjective, but with this desire to do things so right, you're basically seeking approval and acceptance by the crowd or whoever you perceive, this is how I look at it anyway, who you perceive as more powerful or has more authority. And there's safety in that. It makes total sense as a human being to, react that way. The people pleasing, you know, constantly seeking approval is freaking exhausting. So, and I work with, you know, I, I like hanging out with really creative driven people. Um, I consider myself the same way. So I like looking to other people who I perceive as, Just having a lot of drive to create something that isn't there yet, and I worked for this person, um, and it was a great experience. Sorry, that's my canine house guest. Um, I worked with this person, and I could see, you know, we we talked, cleared the air air in terms of what exactly what was expected of me, and how this whole thing was gonna go when I worked for her last week. And I loved the clarity. I loved being able to, you know, ask the questions ahead of time. But when I noticed in the midst of everything, when things were very busy, that I was like, I wanted to make sure I was doing it right all the time. I was like kind of seeking, is this okay? And I had stopped trying to figure shit out on my own. I had stopped Really keeping my own counsel and really using my brain to figure out okay, I can't seek somebody's approval constantly. Whether it's in this situation when working last week or at all, period. If I'm in a grocery store or if I'm going out to dinner, if I'm just having a conversation with somebody, there's this inner sensor. Or, you know, watching that looks out for what I'm saying, oh, maybe Diana, you shouldn't say that. Or, you know, the uh, (laughs) the image I have of um, a a very prim school teacher with like a ruler in her hand saying, oh, Diana, don't do that, that, you know, that's not going to be a good idea. And, you know, assuming that the idea that I have is a bad, quote unquote, bad one, and I should be judged for making it. And I'm hearing myself talk about this and and recognizing how much judgment has been a part of my life and how years and years ago I made very poor decisions and I kept making them and things kept quote unquote happening to me that I thought was happening outside. I didn't have that connection between my own behavior and my own decisions when it came to like, well, maybe I should change this pattern by making different decisions and that didn't occur to me until, you know, relatively recently. So it, I used judgment. I judged myself ahead of time. I judged myself so harshly ahead of time, thinking I was going to save myself the agony, the awful feeling when you you perceive that someone is judging you whether what, regardless of what it was I was doing. So I managed a lot of my behavior, a lot of how I looked at the world through this lens of fierce, harsh judgment. And it was, you know, through coaching, I realized that it is such a powerful influence over how I look at the world. And it was really brought home to me the past week when I'm Working with other people who have a very different view of things, like all people do. Uh, they have a bigger sense of the world. They're, they've traveled more than I have. They um, look at the world through an artistic lens um, in, a, in a way that I'm learning to do so. So these are different people than me. They think very different from me. From me. And from what I could tell, they are not governed by this harsh, harsh judgment of self they're not. And I saw that and I was like, "What? What if I didn't have this constant churning tension in my gut every day last week fearing ahead of time that I was doing something wrong." Now, granted, mind you, it was like making coffee and making sure sure things were um straightened and kept up looking tidy and everything. And it, that was really kind of my job last week. Um And so I wanted to do the best I could, but I recognized I had built up these simple tasks into something that was drama filled and sort of life and death. There was so much pressure and I felt this churning tension in my gut for pretty much most of last week. And that's when it hit me. I was judging the crap out of myself. There was no give, no benefit of the doubt. No sort of compassion at all for things I was doing, and I recognize how powerful judgment has been in my life, and the influence it has that I I just wasn't even aware of. And so I thought about a lot of things, you know, in my coach mind. I'm, you know, like, okay, well, I'm going to coach myself through this. What? What are really the facts here? So and so said something to you, and I'm making it mean. I did something wrong, which totally was not accurate or something happened and I made it mean something about me where, you know, the world, the the planet does not revolve around me. I mean, I know that on many, many levels, but in my mind, uh, my misstep, quote unquote, my wrongdoing in my mind is having an effect on everybody. And it's exhausting and it's, it's probably one of the most awful feelings in the world. And I hated it, but I couldn't figure out how to change it. I couldn't figure out how to give myself some grace. I mean, I know how to feel on purpose. I wanted, last week I was very intentional. I wanted to feel confident. I wanted to feel at ease. I wanted to be open. I wanted to just, you know, be open to the experience of what I was experiencing last week And in in terms of being around very different people, doing different things and not having coaching so much be on my radar, but my coach brain obviously works pretty much all the time. So I wanted to be intentional about going into last week, um, because I haven't worked for anybody else in a really long time. (laughs) And I really liked my quote unquote boss in this situation. She was very clear tell me exactly what was expected of me. And just, you know, I appreciated clarity and brevity and directness. I totally liked that. So, um, you know, none of this pressure was coming from her. It was all coming from me. And I I, I was fascinated by the, how my brain was working. So I did try to be intentional, but I could feel my body and my brain slide into this, churning tense feeling in my gut and my brain was mushy. It was kind of exhausted because the commentary of everything I did within my own brain was endless. It felt nonstop. It felt awful, but I couldn't quite turn it off. I was fully aware from a coaching perspective, from being a coaching client, I knew what my brain was doing, but I just couldn't it was sort of you know, my brain overwhelmed itself. It made everything that was going on mean that the world was ending and I had done something grievously wrong, committed some crime just because I put the wrong trash or the the trash bag in the wrong place one time, you know, and maybe some of you out there wouldn't understand that, but that's, that's how much I've managed my behavior. I've been very careful about what I do with people's things. I try not to make assumptions about people, but really what I'm doing is very self-protective. It's very defensive and it's also it's like ex- anticipating someone's response and you're always prepared if someone has a the, the response that you weren't prepared for. It is endless and exhausting and I haven't done it in a really long time. But this past week I noticed it was in full swing it was, I was back, you know, maybe 10 years ago in my brain when I worked for other people as an employee and, and just, you know, I'm never working for anybody else ever again. And because I hate this, this, this uncertainty, I don't know what, if, I'm, if I'm doing this right. And I, you know, again, I noticed like, what is right here? You're just taking out the damn garbage, Diana, just do it. But that, you know, that was my no nonsense part of my brain. The other part of my brain, you know, I was trying to sort of dredge up some compassion for this person. It would, you know, it was making it, it's just giving a really dramatic spin to everything that happened. So after a while, I got, I was like, okay, I'm onto my brain. I can see how this is rolling out. I could see where I'm in a rush. I'm always rushing to one thing or another. I'm not thinking. And I, you know, and that, is not a good place for me. I know for sure to be. And I'm sure for a lot of other people, you know, there's this urgency that you can't quite put your, your finger on. And so you're in my case, uh, and maybe this sounds familiar to some of you is like, you're rushing forward and you know, because you want to head off the judgment. You want to cut it off. You want to make sure you're like, you, all the the p's and q's and the i's and the t's, everything is crossed and dotted. Everything is taken care of because you're trying to head off judgment, whatever perceived wrongdoing. And when I recognized that in myself, it was it was it was a very tearful response. What am I doing to myself? Judging myself so hard harshly this does not work. This doesn't, I don't want to have this be a part of my life anymore. And so I've made conscious decisions to think, okay, what, as a counterpoint to all this judgment, how do I want to feel about myself in these moments where I notice I'm tightening up and I'm starting, it's like my breathing changes to more shallow and I'm very reactive to things going on around me rather than thoughtful about a reaction or a response, all these signs that I've ratcheted, my my uh, body has ratcheted up a response, sort of like a panic or a trauma response. And I got coached, I think, last week by uh, my friend and colleague, Michelle Vasquez. And she said, well, do you know, she used the word trauma. And I kind of dismissed it. Obviously, things in my past have happened where I, in, in various you know, relationships, family situations, work situations. There was a lot of criticism or judgment or something from somebody else. And it felt so awful to me. And that's how I decided to protect myself by judging myself. So no one else could. And it's exhausting on a soul level. It drains you of I think really vital energy to live a good life. Because you're never gonna be perfect. You're never gonna be completely right because those are very, it's very subjective. And in my brain, there is this strong belief that there is a right way to do things. And I think in a lot of ways, I'm equating the right thing to who, uh, who approves it, if there's approval and acceptance an acknowledgement. That's the right thing to me. And so when I realized that, I was like, I I really wanted to be very compassionate to this human named Diana, who, you know, that's me. I wanted to be very compassionate toward myself. I wanted to love myself and be very gentle and kind. And it took me a long time to get there. And I want to love myself regardless. But there's still so much resistance to loving and accepting who I am and accepting my humanity. I'm going to make mistakes and it's okay. I am not intentionally seeking to hurt anybody or hurt myself. These are all, you know, maybe not the right decision or a poor decision based upon poor information and not, you know, maybe unintentional decision-making, you know, not giving it a lot of thought, not giving it some, not vetting a situation or the information that comes to me and just reacting rather than being thoughtful. I don't, I've lived my life, a big chunk of my life that way. And it just felt awful. It was, you're powerless, you're, you feel like shit about yourself and anything you do, nothing gives you pleasure because you're constantly focused on the negative. And what am I going to do wrong next? Because obviously, I cannot be trusted to do right the right things. So, it's really about examining your definition of right and wrong. Is it a moralistic question? Is it a how are you defining right and wrong? Is it, uh, and I did a recent thing on. Um, I think I did it for LinkedIn where I talked about, I watch way too much crime TV or and or listen to too many true crime <laughs> podcasts about the judicial judicial system. And we have judicial systems in our brain about right and wrong and punishment, guilt, innocence. Our brain is sort of keyed that way. So which brings me to my next point. I don't like feeling judgmental about anyone. I don't want, I just don't want that because people pick up on that. And it's, it's, it's has so much more to do with me than it does with them. We all know that on one level, all that judgment, I am putting out in the world against concepts or other people's people or ideas or whatever it is. Those are a reflection of me, not of what I am critical of. So that starts with the perceiver, the uh, eye of the beholder. And I think judgment, it was one of my fellow coaches, and I can't remember in what situation or the exact quote, but judgment serves a purpose. Judgment when we were not, you know, thousands of years ago, uh, you know, humans, humans from a primitive sense, Where judgment could save our lives. We are constantly assessing, we're ingrained to assess what is going on around us because of impending danger. You know, our brain is, there are parts of our brain which are, you know, considered reptilian from a very true animalistic sense of self preservation. And so judging, assessing other people's behavior other people's, uh, what they say or do or other circumstances, those, that's what we do. We assess, but then that assessment can be used against ourselves. Cause we haven't quite, I don't think as humans will ever, ever evolve past that because, you know, it does serve a purpose. It does keep us alive. And, and even if we're not being surrounded by ravenous tigers or, um, places that are very dangerous, say geographically dangerous. And so that assessment part is still very much, I think a key human trait, but when we turn it and we twist it against ourselves and other people and other situations, it's just, we've taken that assessment one step further. And that is perfectly okay too. We're human. We're going to do that. We're going to head off danger. And then after a while, it may become very natural for some of us to really just judge ourselves ahead of time. So no, we think, we believe erroneously that if we judge ourselves enough ahead of time, we can really manage our behavior and what we're saying uh, you know, against possible criticism, because that feels awful then we're going to do it. And, and then it becomes really part of like, becomes a habit. It becomes ingrained. Well, I'm just going to judge myself before, or or if we're in an abusive relationship, we can't turn off that voice in our head because now we have someone actually saying those kinds of um, very critical things to us, to our face. We don't just have it in our head. It is now coming from someone else. And so it's, I think for me, one of the, the things I'm learning is it's, it's really hard to, um, I know I'm going to need extensive coaching on this, uh, at some point or another, I don't quite know the edges of my own, where it fits in, in terms of my own development, but I know it, it shows up in so many places where I judge myself and I don't need to, it's not necessary. You know, I don't, I don't need to operate that way anymore. I don't want to, I, I see how it's limiting me. I see how I feel when I do it. And so what I want to offer instead is like all this, this judgment, this harsh, quick, uh, sort of what's the word it there's, a uh, you, you, it's like, it's black or white. You're, you are an awful bad person because you did this or you're just, you know, you're, you're pretty good. You know, there's no in between, Um, you know, it's, it's so comprehensive in terms of how, okay, if I've did something wrong, then I must be a bad person all around and I can't redeem myself. And I, I I have to pay for all the things that I did, even if they were 10 or 20 years ago. And I've had to deal with some of that recently. I was like, I, I'm giving myself permission to stop paying for something I think I did. And whoever this other person was or people were, they're probably not even aware of all this, which makes it amusing to me because like no one else cares, Diana, except you and this harsh, harsh judge in your head. So don't you think it's about time that you can let that go? So when judgment shows up in a coaching session with my clients, it, it can be in a lot of cases, just very easily dismissed because it's like, we don't even know we're doing it because it's so, it's so automatic. It's such a habit. And so we, it's just so easy to do. I'm just going to judge myself we've been, you know, probably had a critical voice in our head from birth or from a very early age. And that's just how we operate. That voice will never completely go away, but it will have less and less influence over time, over us. We can acknowledge that it's there. Oh yeah. Judgment. I, uh, I feel you. I know exactly where you reside in my body and all the tension and it's, you know, intestinal distress. That's an extreme of judgment for me. TMI, sorry, but it's, it's something I notice. And I think this learning how to love myself and accept like Diana, okay, your brain is telling you, you did something wrong and there is no wrong here. And being really patient with being coached on it, coaching myself on it, letting that judgment. And of course, shame kind of be there and let it, you know, work itself through my body, let it work itself through my brain and just, it's, it's okay. It's not the end of the world. It doesn't feel great. I don't want it to be there for very long, but sometimes I just need to let it be in my body, in my brain, and then I can move on. I just need to acknowledge that it's there and nothing has gone wrong. And so I offer, yes, harsh judgment if you're going to judge yourself harshly and it does take some concerted effort and time and patience to love yourself fiercely alongside the judgment. Just saying that's, I think that's, that's the direction I'm choosing to go. I don't think you can go wrong with love because part of love is acceptance. It's compassion. It's kindness. And that's, I know, you know, judging myself so harshly the last week, I recognized even if it was a kind word given to, it's okay, Diana, you're doing just fine. Just a kind word to myself. It's okay. And that I gave myself space to feel everything and to accept the kindness and acceptance from myself. It was huge. Not something I'm used to doing, (laughs) but I recognize the way I was going in March into April. I didn't like how I was treating myself um, from a lot of different perspectives. And, you know, and coaches, just like our human beings too, just like everybody else, we're fallible. We're going to have Interesting times in our businesses, um, in our identities, in the directions that we're going, where, you know, I'm not liking what I see right now. How can I take care of myself when I'm I'm feeling super shady about how I'm seeing the world and my place in it? So if you're gonna judge yourself harshly, love yourself fiercely like a mama bear on yourself. Love yourself. Be kind. And they can coexist. That judgment and that love can it coexist? You want to focus on the love. You want to focus on the compassion. You know, the grace you want to give yourself. So that's what I have for this week. Thank you so much for listening. This is a heavy topic. Um anybody wants Uh, has a question or comment, please feel free to leave it. Thanks again. I will be back next week.